Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. There's only three things I know on this bitch of an earth. The PS5 is big. The McRib is back. And you're listening to Hey Fam. Hey Fam, welcome to Hey Fam. In this episode, mysteries will be explored and Angus Truscott will learn new information. Well, I never. (laughs) Maybe I'll uh, just stand in the background and nod at you (laughs) in my titular television show. Uh, we just watched episode six, chapter six of the book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Um, Angus watched it for the third time. Me for the first. Yeah, we'll be we'll be we'll be breaking it down. We'll be, ooh, okay. In this episode, ooh, talking okay. about the uh, the Disney Plus effect, I feel like it's a uh, it's firing on all cylinders at the moment. If there's uh, there really is something for everyone. Yeah, especially. I mean, oh, I mean, it's provided you live outside of America, because I feel like all of the star stuff is on Hulu there. But yeah, like, yeah. We got that Pam and Tommy show hitting. We got Pam and Tommy. We got, got French Dispatch. French Dispatch. We got Always Sunny. Yeah, it's weird. It, it, it just feels like they just got so much extra shit. And yet, in spite of all this extra shit, I decided that this weekend just passed. Now is the time that I'm going to watch The Jungle Cruise. That's so good. You're like, you might, you, were, I, you were bummed that you couldn't even premiere access it. You're like, I want to pay $30. It, yeah, it's so funny that it was like, especially after finishing it. I was like, I cannot believe... Like, I would be furious if I paid $30 to watch The Jungle Cruise. I'm still yet to watch it, but, like, just from that sentence alone, it's being added to my queue as we speak. Yeah, it, it is a uh, absolutely bonkers movie. Like, you know, it's, it's what, The Rock and yep. is, the, is the hero. Is it Emily Blunt? Emily Blunt. Um, there, and so it's based off the Disneyland ride. Yeah, which um, is, like... A trend. I mean, you know, you have for every Pirates of the oh, Caribbean. We're going to get into this. But for every Pirates of the Caribbean, is, you is, have uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 4 on Stranger Tides. Dude, but that's, Haunted that's Mansion. one of the good ones. Yeah. Like the, 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 There's like, a few. The worst Pirates movie is still one of the good ones of the movies based well, on Disneyland attractions. We're going to get to this. But I think it is, because I think it is really like one of the weirdest things that Disney has. Like, I guess like not quite a series. In terms of IP, like, just like going... Well, because so few of them worked. Yeah. I mean, I remember when Pirates of the Caribbean was announced, like on old movie websites I used to follow, like pre-social media, people were just like, oh, this is it. This is so weird. Now Disney have run out of ideas that they're literally going to make movies out of their rides. Yeah. And then like, I remember concept art coming out by John Knoll, who actually did a lot of the prequel stuff. He came up with the story too for Rogue One. He's like a head of ILM of like 
the skeletons underwater and stuff and everyone's like oh this is actually looking pretty good and then it came out and like blew everybody away because yeah. the expectations were so low what's what is what did gore, gore verbinski do before Pirates? mousetrap i remember the great mousetrap um fine movies by gore verbinski <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Amazing. Siri just thought Angus said fine movies by Banger the Biscuit. Yeah, fuck it. Don't worry. That was the greatest. Uh, well, they, I, I obviously made Banger the Biscuit. <laughs> Banger the Biscuit. Uh, I think that was. Only, I think that's the British title. I think it was called Pirates of the Caribbean. Outside of that, I'm trying to find a series. There is a series that Disney push on here about their rides. Yeah, oh, it's a, it's a great documentary. Yeah, it's supposed uh, to be. That, is that on? Where would it? Where would it be? Um, there should be like a. Documentaries section, yeah. Just just keep scrolling. Disney na- Disney documentaries. Disney documentaries. There you go. All right. So I mean, like, I guess we. There we go. There's a whole playlist called "Inspired by Disney Parks." Oh wow, incredible. So, so there's Pirates of the Caribbean. Then there's a doco. I guess this is like a um ASMR one where it's just like you. Well, you, I mean, so Pirates of the Caribbean is like, you know, yeah, like you said, it got it was so enormous. Yeah. That. Look, this one's like ASMR. You literally watch an hour of sunrise at different at the Epcot. But let's put that on in the background. Yeah, that's beautiful record. background stuff. Yeah, what yeah, should yeah. we do? Should we do sunrise at Magic Epcot. Kingdom? Okay, Epcot. Epcot. I'll get my Epcot hat. But let's go through the movies. And there's Haunted I've, Mansion. I've, I've got them all here too. Oh, sick. Yeah, sweet. Oh, the Country Bears. So, <coughs> I think that stars some like dude. It's notable Country Bears cast f- is bonkers. I remember. Th- I go rem- to details on this one. <laughs> So Christopher, uh, Christopher Walken? Walken plays like the anim- the, the the bad guy. Yeah, the yeah, sure. The the like agent, right, or yeah. the manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, have you ever Tobolowsky? seen the Country Bears? Like the yeah, the, the, the you ride. go to that room. Well, it's even a ride. And it's like it's they like, play while you eat lunch or something, right? So this is actually like a, a ride that Walt Disney came up with for a like a, a separate thing that wasn't going to be part of Disneyland, and then he was like, "Oh fuck, it, put it in Disneyland." What do you mean? Like it was originally going to be for like you know like all of the the world fair or something yeah like stuff like that but this was like i guess like maybe like a more animal focused theme like a park or a zoo attraction or something like that so it's a bunch of like you you go and you see these like country bears who perform a show for you yeah I, I've, I've seen it when um, you eat like lunch and shit so the 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 country bears is it's like um, we should do disney ride movies it's pretty much breaking as in, like, they need to break dance to save the community center, yeah. except they're bears and they need to put on a, a show. Fuck, it looks amazing. The cast is, like, pretty good, too. Like, uh, Diedrich Baker is in, is in it. I think he's one of the voices. The, but the animatronics is is hellish. But, like... That's Ned Ryerson from Groundhog Day as the father. Oh, this guy's great. That looks like the kid from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, that's how people dress now. <laughs> But so this is like wow. People don't really hate this movie, but it apparently it's just so boring. Which it shouldn't be because it's about like a bunch of shitty bears, bears. playing guitar. Look how gross they look. I know. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> we should be like this. Looks amazing. Wait, why are we watching Batman movies when we could be watching the Country Bears? Well, that's what I mean. We should do Disney ride movies after Batman. Okay. Um, Fuck. Oh wait. Oh shit. What else is that? So there's Country Bears. I do remember that. That one kind of. Uh, Saving Mr. Banks That one doesn't count Jungle Cruise There we go uh, Behind the attraction I don't think, I don't think they're going to have all of them Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland of course, of course. Like, And I've been trying to get you to watch this forever Yeah um, uh, <laughs> I gave you a toy Well that's Yeah so I was You know We, we, so we, this we brought Bird's up Bird's second live action film After Mission Impossible Yeah totally And protocol. it's George Clooney I mean look at that You see that and I'm like That looks awesome There are some amazing looking scenes in Tomorrowland Overall it is one of the most insane movies I've ever seen though Right it's so boring, but also so off the wall at the same time. George Great Clooney, cast, Hugh too. Laurie, like yeah, Catherine Hahn. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's I a, guess it that's should it be a in bang. terms of no, like. No, I've got. There's so many more. Okay, <laughs> um, 
Well, there's five part pirates movies. Um, four or five? No, there's, there's five. five. God, that's there's so one that came. Yeah, there's five. How many do you think you could watch? I mean, the first one I think is such a good. I've movie. only seen the first two. I've never I've never Two's wrapped good, up that trilogy. But it's one of those movies that I've spoken about, like Matrix Reloaded, where like it implies you're going to watch the third one. Yes, absolutely. Which I, I, I really don't like that. I remember being, being kind of bored for most of two and then it has that amazing ending yeah, where, the, where, the, where Jeffrey the Rush Kraken? shows up and he's like, now where's my ship? That's right. And I was like, holy moly, I can't wait for the third you one. Didn't. And I just didn't see it. Star um, Tours, I guess, kind of counts because of Star <laughs> so yeah, Wars. Haunted Mansion was like in... In like, the like earliest, right? in like yeah, but like they the were 60, in oh. in like creative limbo for ages. Like what's well, in I, I, creative limbo now? They're rebooting it. Yeah, but um, what's his name was attached to it at one point. Uh, you know the the Hellboy guy, the guy who works with Kojima. Oh, uh, uh, Biscuit the. <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? Like the guy Del Toro. Who, Del Toro. Guillermo yeah. Del Toro. What's his? Yeah, the, what's that character's name from Death Stranding? Death Man. Death Man. Dead Man. <laughs> Dead Man. Yeah, yeah. No, what, Die, Die Hard Man. Die Hard Man's. Uh, the president's guy, the, the the other guy. Oh, okay, right. He's who dead who man. plays him? It is Heartman, Dead Man, and Die Hard Man. <laughs> so it's so weird that you can't remember any of that. <laughs> it sucks. Um, but they they turn um, they they made instead of making an actual scary haunted mansion movie, they did they, the they comedy with Eddie Murphy. And apparently, there's a few good little references to the ride in it. I've never seen it. So wait, was he attached before the Eddie Murphy? There's one? There's so many different. Almost made versions of. of I mean, Haunted I guess Mansion. like because it's like the most beloved. It'd be like that or oh, Pirate, so famous. Pirates, like the two yeah. most famous. When you think of Disneyland, Disneyland rides, movies, that yeah. you think. Uh, well, they're making a rides. Splash Mountain movie, right? What? Like how? Oh no, they're not because it's. I mean, because because it's one. based on Br'er Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you just have, <laughs> have a, it's like a adventure movie about kids that climb a mountain and then go down a waterfall. Or it's like a Kendall Jenner Pepsi movie where she like gets the ride shut down and gets it turned into um. Frog Princess movie. So the first film that Disney ever made based on one of its mm. rides was uh, at the same time that the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror ride. Um, oh, opened. the Twilight Zone movie. So they made a. Uh, it was a like a, a, a TV movie. Sure. Um, with with Steve Gutenberg and Kirsten Dunst in it. In What's 1997, it it's called the it's called Tower of Terror. Wow. And they, it, the plot follows a journalist Are and his, these and his on Disney Plus or no? Invest, investigating the mystery of five people who vanished in a hotel elevator. I don't think so. Tower of Terror. It's just going to show you. I don't think it's going to show you on Disney Plus. It's going to show you everywhere. Yeah, nothing. I reckon, nothing, yeah. you know, it's in the vault. Um, then there's also um, the 2000 the two thousand movie CGI nightmare Disney movie Dinosaur. Oh, yeah. So that was like part of like their nature park at um, yep. Florida Disney World, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So yeah. it, it's in. So it was, Dinosaur was, was like. Called, so originally the ride was called Countdown to Extinction in Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. So do you know like that movie also was in development hell since like the eighties? Yeah, right. And yeah, it's crazy that that movie's development is mental because I, I remember the trailer coming out and they were expecting, I think, like Lion King numbers. So and it ended up being like they use like live action backgrounds maybe and yep. just like weird CG. It just it looks insane. It looks like a bonkers movie. And then um, there's also a movie called Mission to Mars, um, which the cast is crazy. It's <laughs> okay, like Gar- Musk. Gary Sinise, um, Tim Robbins, Don Cheadle, Jerry O'Connell, Kim Delaney. Damn, Kim. In this movie that was like loosely based on a, 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 a space mission simulation ride called Rocket to the Moon. And then it was changed to Flight to the Moon. Are these all telemovies or cinematic films? This is cinematic. I mean, with a cast like that, are you kidding me? Come on. Are you sure? Yeah. Mission to Mars. Apparently it's a pretty okay movie, but yeah, it's pretty funny. Tomorrowland, yeah. So anyway, I, I, like the funniest thing, I watched Jungle Cruise, I'm just and I was like, "Man, stuff. that was kind of dog shit." 
like in an insane way. But who made that? Uh, I'd have to look it up. Not Vin Diesel. No, unfortunately not, uh, because as we know, uh, uh, the Rock refuses to work with him ever again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll get into that in, a, in another episode. It's, it's truly, it's too sad. It's too sad, but. It's so funny. Go. So for, this is what I was thinking of. So Paul Verhoeven was attached to the original dinosaur. The initial idea originated in 1986 during the filming of RoboCop, in which <laughs> Phil Tippett recommended to Paul Verhoeven that they should produce a dinosaur picture. Verhoeven responded positively, uh, blah, blah, blah. In 1988, so it was going to be pitched. It was pitched to Jeffrey Katzenberg. Then in 1988, it began development in the live action division and they planned to use stop motion. It just went through so many stop starts. It's crazy. Um, it got in development hell. And then the thing that killed it was um, they, Disney knew Jurassic Park was coming. So they pulled it. Oh, right. And then in 1994, Walt Disney feature animation began development on it. And they shoot tests, placing computer characters in miniature model backdrops. They wanted to use generated backgrounds. So yeah, it was all pretty crazy. And then it ended up being like just this kind of fucked movie with like the like the most gross looking characters and and, and like with gross names too their names like Aladar yeah it's like sounds look like at that um, gross dinosaur man look at yeah. that that shit is um what's that one we love Delgo Del, yeah it's straight up this is Disney's Delgo but look it uses like live backgrounds and stuff yeah yeah it's a bizarre looking which movie which in like the era of 4k is very telling because it's like the faces aren't quite detailed yeah they're enough. like quite like, smooth yeah yeah Look how uh, gross that goo yeah, that's around disgusting. that egg looks. Here comes baby Aladar, everyone. I think that this dinosaur like pisses his pants as well. That's awesome. Look how ugly that looks. It's like PS1 shit, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's hideous. What a hideous looking movie. But that's... What if... What if oh, is this where it pisses? No, he's going to kill it. They, 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 like, oh, that's awesome. The, the monkeys just discover this baby dinosaur. Oh, but then, then it yawns. This, this like gross little smooth That's supposed dinosaur. to be cute. And again, he's straight up, he was Jesus. about to yeet it off the branch. What off a the, weird movie. Such a weird movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I remember they kind of buried it because it was like their big movie that year. Right. It was like their feature animation. Oh, and then Pixar did... It's Good so funny how many Disney dinosaur properties there are. Was it Dino Ranch? No. No, there's dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, not the mama. Yeah, yeah. The Henson one. The Good Dinosaur, Pixar. which is always like low tier. One of the, like, people probably talk about. The, the worst Pixar movie? Uh, Cars 2. <laughs> No, I, I didn't mind The Good Dinosaur, though. Like, oh, really? Like, what yeah. It did. I, yeah, I'd probably like, enjoy it more than Brave it's like as a well. Cute, yeah, totally. I Look, I'm going to be brave and say once for I I didn't like Brave at all. Yeah, Brave is awful. It's I thought like, it was it's, like it's dog a, shit. The complete opposite of a Pixar movie. It's Everything is over-explained and yeah, the jokes don't shit. land. And, it was like, yeah. and I hate like fucking like medieval stuff. It's just like nasty. You should start reading Berserk, though. So yeah, I know the, I've got it. The one good medieval thing. I want to be uh, Diary of the Wimpy Kid. That's um, another great medieval. Another good pressure. medieval. So, uh, bizarre dinosaurs and Legend of Morty. Oh no, Mordu. Mordu. Oh, that's Legend cool. of Mordu. What's this? It's one of those Pixar shorts. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, watching it was funny watching Jungle Cruise and then being like, even though that kind of sucked heaps. It's probably considered like upper echelon. Yeah, it's of like, like the Disney ride better than Haunted movies. Mansion and not as good as the best pirates, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's probably like just slightly worse than some of the pirates. Has Dwayne in it? Charming. He's, yeah, he's charming. At one point, uh, I think it's implied that he's actually Spanish. That's awesome. Which is really funny. Uh, <laughs> Paul Giamatti plays an evil Spanish person. Dude, I miss Paul Giamatti. <laughs> and I miss him doing accents like Rhino and now this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. In Rhino. When he plays Rhino, which I, you know, I rewatched a couple of clips of him doing that recently. 
uh, he doesn't really ever. He, he kind of seems kind of young as as Rhino. He doesn't seem like a really old guy. Is Rhino supposed to be old? Well, no. Just he's he looks like he's like ancient, crusty Italian guy in Jungle Cruise. It's crazy, right? I mean, makeup accent. does amazing. I, mean, I guess Giamatti is an Italian accent. But yeah, I guess Giamatti is. is it, sorry, is it an Italian surname? You know yeah. what is definitely not a German surname? What? Plemons. Johnson? Oh, oh, it's oh maybe it is. Is it Jesse Plemons? I don't know. Oh, he's probably German. This isn't a... In some uh, way. But he plays... This isn't a race school. He plays like an unbelievably evil German... Like, like war, a Nazi. War criminal. Yeah, well, it's awesome. set in like 19, well, he's an, 1910. He, he does evil so well. And then, so there's all this like supernatural stuff and he wants to like... Basically like get this magic that exists in this river um, and use it to take over the world. Um, and... Can I spoil one thing for? Of course you can. Uh, at one point, uh, the rock gets shot, and then falls from. It's like halfway through the movie. He gets shot and then falls from like a very very high branch, hitting every branch on the way down, and then smacking his head on a rock and then falling into a water. And you're like, holy fuck! Wow, the, the rock thing that just, killed the rock. The rock was just rock. died. Uh, but then it turns out that he's immortal because he's part of this this ancient Spanish curse. That's too. awesome. And that's why he's doomed to stay that's to like, um, the river. Yeah. That's the same as Pirates of the Caribbean. They're, they're immortal, the, the villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, all it, these it's, rides it's really imply, similar to the first Pirates movie. It's crazy. All these rides imply that you live forever. The Haunted Mansion. Yes, that's they're, right. They're, yeah. they're living forever. Well, they're dead forever. But well, I guess, yeah, because they're based on rides where like these things are stuck to be on a loop in a ride forever. Damn, so maybe, maybe these movies are misunderstood. Yeah. Maybe they're being viewed... As cinema, and they should be being viewed as rides. Yeah, it's so yeah. I, I, I mean, it's funny because those are the inverse these films of a lot of the rides that are there. Like uh, you know, the the most of the rides at Disneyland were based on properties. Yeah, well, all the like all you know, the, 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 the Dumbo, yeah, totally. Uh, you know, Galaxy's all those, Edge, all those dark rides that are just like, yeah. oh, let's tell the story of Snow Galaxy's White. Edge, uh, the Indiana Jones rides, even non-Disney properties at the time. Like, yeah, yeah. it's so so it's so funny that their rides are either based off movies or. We're gonna make movies off these rides. Well, I mean, the 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 big theory of like going into like making a ride, it was always like, oh, we want you to see the like your the characters. You see. are like exactly you know, but like so when you go on a snow in the Snow White ride, for example, and to begin with, you're not gonna see Snow White on that ride. You because are her. You are Snow White. Yeah. So you see all these like all the bad guys like leering at you, and like yeah. kids are fucking terrified, and most kids are like, where's Snow White? But it's like, yeah. oh no, no, you are, and and it wasn't until like. Later in Disneyland's life, that they were like, "Oh, the kids Let's just, kids just want to see those damn characters." Of course they do. Yeah, it's so funny. I was in Disneyland, maybe in Tokyo. I can't remember, but I went on the Peter Pan ride, and like, it's so lame. It's like <laughs> you, they, you know, it's just like scenes from the movie made with mannequins, and you like in a dark room, and you like see them as you go past. <laughs> There's still something kind of cool about it. I don't know. There I, is, I think it's like, like boats. <laughs> yeah, it's just so lame. Yeah, but it was like a you know a forty minute line to get in, and like at seven p.m. and you're just like, what is going on? I in 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 Tokyo, I haven't been yet. I I have to go now because of uh, my children, and also I can't, I want to go for myself too. Yeah, Sanrio Puro Land has one ride. Oh, my friend's been there, and it's the Sanrio Boat Cruise, and it goes there's a, there's a uh, POV ride video. Which uh, how many times have you watched quite a it? few? It's twenty minutes long. The ride takes Every twenty character? minutes to, and it's just you just do they rank you, them. Uh, every year, do they? Sorry, that would be sick. Yeah, they move, move, that, I would love that. Worst to best, but it's like yeah, like like you know, it's a small world on steroids or on whatever yeah. drug makes you Are hallucinate like Japanese characters. Yeah, yeah, and like just like heaps of cute voices and every single Sanrio character is in there. Most of them multiple times. Some of them have picnics. Some of them look after their own like little domains, welcome you to their their little parts of the of the ride. 
Um, I took Tilly, my daughter, who oh, started. Yeah, I've got to ask you about this because I was going to go. How is it? Uh, so first of all, my daughter, who's who's five, Tilly started school today. I uh, have had a pretty emotional day. Yeah, um, it was just a big, crazy morning. Yeah, of, uh, shoes on, uniform. She on. like she was the 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 kid that was helping other kids be brave, man. Wow. True. She was the rock falling and hitting her head. <laughs> She's the immortal. She Spaniard. was the immortal Spanish, Spaniard child. Yeah, right. Um, but we had like one big last day, just her and me yesterday. I took her to the city. There's this big Hello Kitty uh, art ex- exhibition kind of takeover of yeah. a, a part of Sydney, Chinatown. My old workplace. <laughs> which kind of ties into Chinese New Year as well. It's a good timing. Um, yeah, you're of the cat. She's a girl that looks like a tiger. That's you're of the true. tiger, sorry. Um, She's got the looks and like we've been like like... Eating and breathing. Put on this fucking Epcot shit. Oh yeah, put on. I want to see the sunrise at Epcot. Come on. That's the most romantic thing I've ever said to someone. <laughs> um, you know, we've been eating and breathing uh, Sanrio characters in our household for. And you for can a while for quite now. a few. There's the salmon yeah, character. Yeah, we could literally the eat. egg. There's. Uh, well, yeah, that you know a big thing in in Japan is character themed restaurants where you go and you eat like. I've been to the Gudetama one. Yeah, or like you know rice that's made in the shape of cinnamon roll's head, and then you eat. I love Hello you talking about Epcot and the movie uh, Wall Street comes up with. I'm sure Charlie Sheen does cocaine in it. <laughs> At Epcot? Why are we just going to watch Wall Street now? The sequel? See if they've got the uh, Oh, look, it has um, Adrian Brody looking like a punk rocker in Summer of Sam. Oh, yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. What is that? Spike Lee? Mm-hmm. No, Jones. And no, Lee. Lee. And, and John Leguizamo. Is in the, in yeah. The, and is it Totoro as well? No, I don't know. I can't remember. Um, yeah, so we went to this Sanrio takeover of Chinatown. Is it cool? Because I, I was speaking about going with someone. It's like, I mean, it's a lot closer like for you to go to. Like taking a kid as well. Yeah, take a kid to go there. Yeah. It was raining when we were there, so that all the inflatable stuff wasn't there. Oh, wasn't damn. That. And none of the, not all of the food had started yet. But right. I was able to get her a sandwich that had, they'd added a, uh, a ham, piece of ham that had been turned into a bow that looked like, like Hello Kitty's bow. Yeah, right. That's impressive. So, and, and Tilly was very impressed by that. I was kind of disgusted. It looked foul. No, I'm into that. <laughs> uh, we went wow, to a we, cool. we went and got a uh, a mocktail um, with uh, at a Korean restaurant, and it had, it had they made um, whipped cream on top, and then they put like a cocoa stencil of Hello Kitty on top. Tilly Tilly loved it. She had, had a great day. Uh, at one point, we went into the David Jones store. Which is like the Disney David Jones store, so they have like a. Oh, I haven't been there. They have like a Marvel section. They have a Star Wars section. Yeah, yeah. They have I've like a Winnie go. the Pooh section. Disney princesses, and you know Tilly has been walking through the Sanrio thing, going like, "Oh, look, that's Bad Bats Maru. That's Cinnamarol. And look, the it's with Cinnamarol's friend Milk. And there's Mocha. And there's all of these like you know she can just list all these, she knows all these all these all these uh you know. In, Obscure Japanese character names. We're in the Disney section of this, the Star Wars. Sorry, the the, the Marvel section. Oh yeah, of uh, of of David Jones, and she sees this big Iron Man statue, <laughs> and I go, "Hey Tilly, do you know who that is?" And she goes, "Yeah, Star Wars." I, I would have. Uh, I, I was like, "Yeah, would have left her there and left." So sick. Would have left her there. I'm never correcting her. I love the idea that she thinks that that a, that a character. There's a robot whose name is Star Wars. I mean, look in her defense, and I'm not giving her much but he there is i could see how a, a young child could confuse c3po for iron man especially in that like gold suit yeah i don't think she did i just think that star wars to her star wars would be a great i would change my name to star wars because she like she doesn't like it when we watch a marvel movie or a star wars thing in the house because it's so loud and then when they're trying to go to bed they're always like turn it down so i think she just associates those two Sounds things as star loud wars. shit i don't like star yeah. wars <laughs> that's the character star wars hi i'm star wars 
This is uh, yeah. I, I am at the end of someone. Uh, someone. I am Star yeah. Wars. Someone at the end of Endgame. So when he says, but then I, as I am soon as he Man. says the word Star Wars, have him photoshopped with that uh, photo of him pointing at himself. <laughs> the one that I found the original of. Yeah. So and I was yeah, like, can you change my content? Yeah, and I have like if you look at my favorites now, who I message all the time. <laughs> there's you in the top right corner, Angus, and your <laughs> and your so photo good. is Robert Downey Jr. He's like accepting an award. an award. Yeah, it's like colored, and he's like, "What me?" But he looks like Tony Stark. Yeah. yeah well, well, that's Robert Downey Jr now isn't it like i think it's over no because he kind life of devolves and does yeah. cocaine but he has like the fucked facial hair in this yeah i don't know if he's if his day-to-day facial hair is that fucked i reckon he keeps it right i reckon it's like yeah i think he's like tony stark yep don't uh, you think like he's kind of he, except he, when he's he is little, star wars except when he's do little <laughs> would have been good if we she gotta saw be do little man if she saw the yeah. iron man it goes do little <laughs> it's do little it's do little looks Absolutely nightmarish, doesn't it? I'm surprised it's not based off a of Disneyland ride. Like, yeah, it, it, it has it, that has shit it. written all over it. <laughs> um, is it on a streaming service? I think it was on Amazon Prime for a while. Yeah, I think that it's one of those ones where they're like, just we need to commit to it for a, a podcast point of view because there's no Doodle. no way in. Oh, yeah, we need to be like, <laughs> look at him there. He's such a smarmy cunt. I think they thought this was going to be like a franchise as well. Does it tell you what streaming uh, service it's on? No. Normally, no. This is. Yeah, none of them's got it. But look, if you if you buy it, you get uh, talk to the animals, peek at the fun star-studded cast. That the, the fun the star-studded cast had giving each let, of let, the animals. Hey, let's play a quick game. Go go to the, um the cast. Yeah. And um we'll look at the cast and you you, oh, t- you tell animal? me which animal they're going to be playing. Okay. Tony so Banderas is probably like a tiger or something. King Rasuli. I'm going to guess like a gorilla. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> My, Michael uh, Sheen. That's a doctor. That's a doctor. Real thing. Uh, Lord, I guess British. No, J- guess. Jim Broadbent. I think if he's Lord Thomas Badgley, he's a badger. Oh, badger! Queen, Queen Victoria. I Jesse guess Jesse Buckley plays Queen Victoria. I'm gonna say a snake. Yeah, Lily Doolittle. I guess his wife or daughter. Um, Lady Rose. I guess. Yeah, this. Is, um, this I don't is know. They just game. all sound like British people. <laughs> Polly. Oh, bird. Re- yeah. Okay. Emma, Emma Thompson Chi-chi. plays. You just kind of just name the name of the animal. It's the, yeah. It's, you got to say. Yo- John oh. Cena plays the dinosaur Yoshi. Yoshi. John Cena plays a character called Yoshi. Yeah, I didn't. Oh wow, <laughs> Kingo's in this movie. Kingo's here. Yeah, what kind of animal do you think Kamel plays? Which one is the most ripped and has its shirt off? Um, I, I reckon he's the fox or something. I reckon he is. Uh, or the, the duck, like the funny duck. The funny like, duck. Like Ferdinand Plimpton. and Babe. Yeah, Plimpton is a good name for. Oh my god, look how many Tom Octavia Holland is in this movie. Jip. Yeah, it's it's all of the Eternals, my dude. S- Ray Fiennes is in it. Oh, I bet you Tom Holland and Bet and Selena Gomez are like. The animals who are in love. Mal- Marianne Cotillard. Oh my God. Jason Manzoukas. Dra- there's a character called Dragon. I bet that's a lizard. Uh, Jason Manzoukas plays James the Dragonfly. So Bro, guess- this is so funny. Look at Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr.'s producer photo is amazing. <laughs> he's got to be one of the funniest looking guys in Hollywood. Robert like, Downey Jr. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, he thinks he's... Um, I don't know. He thinks Brad he's, Pitt. <laughs> well, he thinks he's thingy. He thinks he's um, Tony Stark. How do you go from Gold Syriana to Doolittle and also a guest appearance in uh, Entourage? Wait, what is it? Is it what, what have you clicked on? Oh, so I clicked on the director. It shows you like where they've starred in guest things now. So he directed Gold, Doolittle, Syriana, and he made a guest appearance in season four, episode one. I guess he was maybe he was the director. I guess that's episode 40 of Hey Fam. Of, yeah, of Entourage. Yeah. That's crazy. I remember when Syriana came out, people were like, it was good. But I was like, I'm not really into movies about dudes in suits and deserts. But I've grown up now and I'm like, kind of, that's all I want. It's 2005. <laughs> you you. I was too busy watching uh, like Revenge of the Sith. Right. Uh, 
Yeah, Shiva. I, this, man, everyone attached to this movie looks insane. It's insane. This movie is insane. We got to watch. We got to we watch too little. We were reading about it, right? And it was like I had hellish like. Yeah, well, I think at one point he puts. No, I think there is a dragon in this. Oh, but when we were reading, because I, like, I know I learned, I read somewhere that at one point he didn't had, have hellish production. He has to give a dragon an enema. Oh, okay. Like he has we to need put to his, watch this movie. He has to put his hand up a dragon's asshole. But what what happened? Did we read there was like huge like problems? Wait, why this did movie? it say and Maleficent in the? Oh, it's probably watching like the, the studio now. that brought you. So look at all these animals. Okay, which one is Kinga? Uh, maybe all of. And your TV just turned off in disgust. No, you know? it was a dramatic pause. Okay, so I love that he has like a. Why is he doing hat. a magic trick putting his hat on? So when is it set to in like the early 1900s? Yeah, Queen Victoria's in it. 1800s, I guess. He looks like. Ins- oh, that's right. And his accent's fucked. Remember? He yeah, can change yeah. his accents. Yeah, this looks insane, man. We have to watch it. I think Kingo could be a polar bear. Someone's going to be voicing a whale. Oh, he talks to some fish at one point. Oh, Kingo could be the octopus. Yeah. As long as a person of color is in the ape, I think that would be. I think it was Banderas. Okay. Right? He looks like the main, the main squeeze. Looks like they'll have like a good relationship. Like yeah, buddies. totally. Like he'd be like, "Yeah, man, shove your hand all the way up that dragon's asshole." Oh no, Antonio Banderas is there. What? Antonio Banderas is a person. In yeah, this he's movie. doing. Um, oh no, look, there's a, but there is a big tiger too. But look, he's doing like uh, brown facing. I guess he's not brown facing. He's playing a Middle Eastern like. Yep. Guy, it's very. Um, hey man, if the rock can be Spanish. Yeah, it's very uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Tide. Remember that movie? Yeah. With Jake Gyllenhaal, where he's so, like a brown dude. So we want to know what the, the director who made Jungle Cruise. Do you know what his next movie is? Do little two. Black Adam. Oh wow! So okay, the, so the, he the, the rock, rock obviously. Robert Downey Jr. is Star Wars. He thinks he's like so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you could tell he's going for that Downey Jr. Uh, whimsical. Yeah, do you remember he made those like weird charity ads, and it was like him in like a bunny suit, like fucking around on a farm. Really? As yeah, it was like little? it was no, it was just after like it was like in between some Avengers movies. I still I, it, when I when I think of like celebrities and just like how. They're, they're, they're so up their own like dick holes I just always come back to the point with Robert Downey Jr uh, I think it was on Joe Rogan experience Talking about how he got like permission from one of his black friends To do Tropic Thunder Just him justifying it Like I'm not I'm not critiquing him I think that's funny as hell He's yeah. like no I checked and one of them was cool with it And I'm just like yeah be honest Like that's great like, Tropic Thunder is a certified banger too It's a great movie Um much better than Jungle Cruise, that's for sure. Then what? Jungle Cruise? Jungle Cruise, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You I mean, should watch Jungle Cruise, though. It's fucking stupid as hell. Yeah, of course I will. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of my favorite things in it. What made you watch it, like, when you did? I just really felt like watching something with The Rock in yeah, it. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, yeah. I love I a bit of, that. But a Dwayne, bit of Dwayne. And then at the end, um, we finished watching um, uh, Jungle Cruise, and uh, my wife said to me, I can't believe you made us watch that, which is always a good thing to hear Yeah. after you suggest we watch that, something. That's, that's what I always search for in Pornhub. Yeah, why? Well, I, says I, I think I fucked up. I think if, if I was to going to watch a dumb Disney original movie with her, National Treasure is the. I reckon those will hold up. They'll be they'll that'll be the rollicking adventure time that I want. We should watch those in the lead up to it. Uncharted. <coughs> Which ones? National Treasure, Nicholas. Oh yeah, they're great. They're on Disney Plus. Doing as Da Vinci well. Code. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. They're, they're, they're like so batshit stupid, man. Do, okay, okay, here's here's a good. We didn't really do a predictions episode of of Hey Fam because those are played out, but. Here's the only prediction that I want to hear from you for 2021. 2022? 2022. Yeah. Um, do you think Uncharted will be better than either 
or both of the National Treasure movies. And I'm gonna re- I'm gonna rewatch both of them in the lead up to. You got Mark Wahlberg, but you got Nicolas Cage. No, National Treasure is like more unhinged. Is it? Our founding father has left this yeah, here for it's us. It's insane, like, yeah. and it's like him getting like Illuminati gadgets, like steampunk gadgets, to like steal. I, I'm stealing the Independence of Decla- Declaration <laughs> of Independence. It's like it's insane. I really want to rewatch that now. Yeah, it's. I wonder unhinged. if I'll, I'll be allowed to put that on. <laughs> Don't worry, bro. You can come here and watch it. No, no, no. Like, like as in, like, will, will she trust me? You know. I mean, yeah. I think I've, I've got her, fa- her faith back because we. I put on the After Party, that new Apple TV Plus show. Yeah, sure. Um, it was a hit. Man, it's a ton of fun. We, we watched like that Only Murders in the Building show mm. um, at the at the end of last year, which was a ton of fun too. And this kind of isn't that same ilk of just like a good comedy based around a murder. We, but that car, that cast is crazy. So it's um. It's I can't is it, is it is it Chris Lord or Phil Phil Lord? It's Christopher Miller. I always get both them yeah, mixed yeah. up. Just, Christopher I reckon Lord it's one and, person. No, Phil Lord and pseudonym. Christopher Miller. I think so it's Chris, one person. Christopher Miller is has written and directed this after show. After Party is the showrunner. The After yeah. Party, yeah, and he's directed most at least the first episode. He right. directed. Um, he's directed at least most of the first episode. And it's about a reunion, um, a school reunion, and then after the, the school reunion, a, a group of our main characters all go to the After Party. And the host of the after party, played by Dave Franco, uh, the very opening of, of the show, we see him fall to his death. And uh, someone is to blame for his murder. And each episode is someone at the after party's point of view. It's Rashomon, the series. Except yeah. that's done like genre, isn't it? Yeah. So the first episode is rom-com. And it has like, that's the one I've watched. And it's like, you know, different aspect ratio. And, and it's like, Sam follows Richardson, all the rom-com beats. who was in, um, I think you should leave. He's in Veep, I think you should leave. Detroiters. Ted Lasso. So Ted Lasso. African He's incredible in Sam, Veep. Yeah. One of the best characters. Yes, for real. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch all of Veep? Uh, I think I've, I've definitely seen a few episodes of him. In yeah, it. he's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. That's the first place I saw him. He's a, yeah, great. But it's he's kind of playing like, even though he's pretty funny, he's playing like the straightest character. Like a nerd straight character, yeah. But he still has his like, text mark delivery, like saying stuff fast when... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, ben Schwartz, aka Sonic. Sonic, Sonic um, the Hedgehog. He's in it. He's great. Ike uh, Barinholtz, aka the Russian from uh, Eastbound and Down season three. Yep. Um, uh, DJ Blu-ray. The guy. <laughs> his name is yeah, when he's, right. cl- he's playing in a club. There's a guy DJ from uh, the guy that Fleabag dates with the funny mouth. He's in this. Mm. He's the guy that like that's like. Do you remember me? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I, I was wondering where I'd seen him before. Um, the chick from the Good Place, who is from oh, yeah. the Bad Place. She's that... also the voice of Sabine in Rebels, Star Wars. Oh yeah, wow, cool. Um, uh, the broad from Broad City. Um, okay, from Aziz and Sari's show. Um, what was that called? Um, Master, Master of, of None. Mm-hmm. Master of Cum. Uh, his the the guy, his Asian friend Brian. Oh, he plays he plays Ned in this as well. Sure, like, sure, there's sure. so many like recognizable faces. Um, the broad from Broad City. Or is she city? Um, Glazer, what's her name? Glazer. Is she broad or city? She's yeah. uh yeah, Miss, yeah. I think she's city. She's city. Yes. Yeah, is she John Glazer's sister? Like from uh, from Delocated and shit? Uh, probably not. And he was he he she, he he played the dentist in Parks and Recreation. I don't think so. Okay, someone looked that up for me. But man, cast rules. It's mm. a it's a it's a real good time. I'm like yeah, the, I like the, that the, first, the first three episodes up on Apple Plus. I would have watched it twice. I would have watched two episodes, but I watched was too busy watching Book of Boba Fett again. Fuck, do we do it? Do we get into Book of Boba Fett? I mean, we've been skirting around it, haven't we? Actually, no. I just want to read this statement. Um, this is uh, one of my favorite. <laughs> so basically, I was just reading the production was insane for this movie. It had at one point they tried getting uh, Chris McKay and 
Um, Which movie is this? Doolittle and Seth Rogen. Oh, we're back to Doolittle. Doolittle to do rewrites and they couldn't. And it just seems like a nightmare. Uh, it, it had bad test screenings uh, in 2019, so they panicked and had to get like rewrites, rewrites. Had three weeks of shoots. Anyway, this is the bit I drawing my attention to. It, it, just everything about this, I'm not even going to like. Why don't they instead of like shooting an entire movie and then just saying, "Hey, audience, what do you think?" Why don't they just let like a test audience read the script? Wouldn't they save so much more money if they did that? Maybe easier to leak. I don't know. No, yeah. do like a table read. A table read with like table read would be good. Yeah. I guess until you see it though, like I'm sure there are some great table reads that have become like right. dog shit movies. Yeah. Like there are so many moving parts from like. But I feel like so many of these movies, actors. like it's from a writing point of view, where it's like, why did they do this? Yeah, that's where it was. Yeah. In January 2020, on Joe Rogan's podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience, <laughs> Downey Jr. discussed the inspiration for the Doctor Doolittle character in the film. This Which is, he said, "This is the episode that caused Neil Young to take yeah, his music." No, off Neil Young's now putting his music on Power Patreon. Yes. <laughs> Uh, which he said stemmed from a Welsh neo-pagan physician called William Price. He said, same way I did with Iron Man before I signed on. Star Wars. I was just Googling weirdest Welsh doctor. I just wanted to think of, I don't want to do another English accent. So there's this guy called William Price, who's a nutty Welsh doctor. And he was a neo-Drudist. And he believed that he could communicate with all nature and all that stuff. So I sent a picture of this wild looking guy wearing this kind of suit with stars on it and a staff in his hand. And he goes... That looks good to me. And I was like, great, let's do this movie. <laughs> that's it. That's all I went. So, so that's some of the method behind the madness. Yeah, that's great. Um, just quickly, how funny is it that Neil Young was like, Spotify's a bad company and I'm, I'm and everyone should stop being with this bad company. Now all my music's on Amazon. You should all go to Amazon. Is that what he said? Go yeah, to yeah, Amazon. Yeah. He's like, he's like I'm, I'm, I'm proud to announce that all my music can be found on Amazon. It's always music. on Amazon, right? Yeah, but I don't know why he made a statement. Amazon's like, like a like like as dog shit, uh, if not worse. Yeah, <laughs> um, I noticed Apple. They did some playlists when you opened the app, and I was like, "Hey, Neil," and I was like, "Every Neil." Oh, yeah. they they did a did like targeted advertising that was like you can find all Neil Young's albums on. Apple it's pretty crazy. It? Like, it's Spotify usually gets like taken down once a year by media, but whether it's an artist or. You know, privacy. Well, they stuff. paid their artists the least, and that that mm. is. A and they've been running issue. in the red for five years. Like they still don't really like. So yeah, bizarre the setup. I mean, all streaming services technically are though, aren't they? Not all of them. I mean, you got stuff like Apple, where the thing is with Apple. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm sure Apple they TV have hardware. Plus is a, yeah, no, but right. they they make their money. Also, well, Prime is probably in the same boat. Totally, like yeah. we, they make their money with the phones that yep. we've got, and but Netflix is like always. Yeah, like you know, plus they do co-pros with like yeah. established studios, but. Uh, yeah, Neil Young. Damn, man, are you in the biz? Copros? Yeah, that's what we call it. It's mm. when, when Robert Downey Jr. sends me a Welsh doctor on YouTube <laughs> um, and I sign on. He's like, Copro? I'm like, bro, how did you know? Book of Boba Fett? Or let's, should we save Pokemon Arceus for next, for next week? Yeah, I'm a few hours You in. weren't going to get it. Let's just do a quick little bit. You weren't going to get it. And I'm I, just I, like, I, you I know, I want to make this podcast, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to let the, the listeners down. Well, I you're you're playing Horizon it. Zero Dawn. Yeah, but that's like a six-year-old game. Sure, but in the, in the lead-up for this sequel, I'm probably not <laughs> It's a six-year-old play. game that runs better than a 2022 <laughs> game on Switch. <laughs> Damn right it, it runs does, it, uh, yeah. it's 4K and 50, uh, 60 frames per second at any given time. Yeah, look, I, I think the, the, all the criticisms that I'm hearing and that I, you know, I, I mostly agree with that like this, move, this game should do more, should look better, but 
it's taken so many like for, for a company that is just so slow like they they make oh, they're morons they, can, they, they make nintendo like game freak, yeah, game make, freak nintendo make nintendo look, look like, like like you're like look imp- look impulsive you yeah. know what i mean like yeah um, they're like let's let's make the same game for 30 years let's make the same versions of the same games from that series and make slight adjustments let's just like let's do nothing and then this is like you know, the Pokemon game that everyone dreamed about. When Nintendo 64 was out, people were like, oh my God, they can finally do a console Pokemon. Yeah, totally. I remember the conversations. If we got Pokemon Snap and Pokemon Stadium Stadium. where you need to like whack your Game Boy game in and (laughs) like you could kind of fight with another person maybe if you all owned the same hardware. Like, you know, it it was like ridiculous. But, you know, we have gotten, I guess, a Pokemon open world game. But it's, you know, it is funny because you're playing and you're like, man, this is crazy for Pokemon. And then you're like, oh man, it feels like a game from 2004. Yeah, I, I love like all the those. loading screens in between everything. Well, because it's not really open world. No, it's, it's not just open a world. A bunch at of all. sandboxes that you can travel yeah. to. Um, it reminds me a lot of like all of the anime tie-in games I was that say, I like, like so much. You- it's like that One Piece World Seeker or that Demon Slayer game that came out at the end of last year. Yeah, sure. It's like you know, really like simple cell shaded graphics. I mean, that, it looks it works dog like, shit too. But it also kind of looks good. But at I mean, the same just time. Like, like I guess yeah. coming even from like Horizon, which yeah, I guess is like yeah, a huge. It's AAA. so simple. There's like looking. no one in the the world's a barren. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like yeah. a tree and the pop and in the is pop crazy too. Like, I'll get like that the 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 eye symbol that a Pokemon is trying to attack. Yeah, I'm like, where I'm like, is it? I can't it? see anything. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's whatever. It's. Yeah, I, in spite I, of all of it, all the criticisms, I, I think that are totally valid. I'm, I'm seeing it as really an amazing good time. handheld game. Like I, well, it looks better handheld for sure too. Yeah, especially on the OLED. But I mean, like that. This is a game you can play with the sound off, walking around while you're in Zoom meetings. I found a crack in the base of my uh, of my of my Switch and trade up. I think it's time to get an OLED. Oh, he's doing it. Yeah, give it to the kids. Make it look like a sacrificial. Oh no, I'm gonna trade it in. Oh yeah, trade it in. Similar. Suggest giving it to the kids, then suggest a back going no. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah trade it in, dude. Welcome to the the big boy club. Mm, and I can instead of getting my um original Joy-Con repaired, I'll just trade them in too. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. Could you get new Switch and new Joy-Con? Ooh. Man, look at that. You could have the white stuff there. You could have the apartheid. The white and, stuff. Um, entertainment. Oh yeah, you know, of course. Like yeah, the, of course. The white stuff on the, one side. The OLED and the PS5 next to each other, and then the Xbox. Actually, I should trade that um that HomePod in for a white one and have the black one still on that. <laughs> I've got two HomePods. And then arrange all your books so it's only white spines here. But yeah, anyway. it's going to be, it's going to be good. Us the Mandela all. effect. Yeah, and I'm going to make people go, well, it's underneath the MJ thing. I'm like, this is just, let's talk. Let's talk about what does it mean? <laughs> what does it all mean? What is this silly little thing? Uh, but yeah, I'm having, a, I'm having a good time. Like I think I find this like, Looking I just for like Pokemon finding Pokemon. Catching. Exactly, I like the yeah, yeah. designs. Yeah, same. I know it's corny as hell, but I'm like, and I made my trainer look like me, so I'm like, damn, this is cool. Oh, I, so I, I started it with playing it with Tilly. And yeah, what so, was your character called? Like bread or no, something? No, Tilly. <laughs> oh, okay. And and we play as as a like a girl with blonde hair. Straight away, Tilly was like, I don't like the clothes. Can we buy new clothes? So I've spent, you spent like ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars on like kimonos and shoes. I'd be like, No, yeah. you can't do that. It's broken. <laughs> I, I I'm so bummed because I started playing and I used Angus because I was like playing it like whatever like i think i was like not 100 percent. this one showed what i look like like attention but i, I was like damn i should have called myself the joker <laughs> like, how good would that be if you can change your name i'm gonna make it the joker but look i made it look like me you can even change like eye color and shit has like the same length curly yeah, it looks hair. like you're kind of like yeah looks Brit- like made british you like so british. you're in like the third area i'm still in the second yeah, yeah. i mean i haven't played that long but then i Soon realized I'd played. I was like, I'd better play it because I'm up to date with Levin. You've, you've surpassed me because I've been I've been playing it with like the kids after school and stuff. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. It's it's a great this game, game with so kids. Good, right? I think if you, especially if you like, 
have kids that you want to introduce to Pokemon, but you don't want to commit to like the like traditional RPG. You still have to read out a fuck ton. Like oh, this game the, the cutscenes are so dull. Like yeah, you and just that, that, the first few hours you walk are so into a boring. Room and then you know the room isn't even in the same area. Look at the sky; it's so fucking weird. It's like yellow and grey. You walk into like those are just your lights reflecting. No, it's like weird summer storm vibes. Look at your house, dude. It's green and blue, and there's an MJ poster, and the white and the black stuff is on separate sides of the room. Adam Sandler rubbing his hands over there. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty sick. (laughs) Anakin Skywalker in the corner. Yeah, this is this is this is a cool house. You want to be literally where? Why? Where would you else? Where would where where would where would you else be? what was I saying? Oh yeah, like you'll be in a street and then you'll walk into a shop that isn't even a shop; it's the front of a shop. Yep. That'll like close, you know, like open yep. up again, Low. black, and then you're there chatting, and then it's like, it's just yeah, it's insane. There's no voice acting. Like I thought, I I, I quite liked what they did with Fire Emblem, where like they they yeah. say or they 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 say like the first They're like word. oh I want to get a fucking crumpet. No, no, like, but like okay, okay, like you know, like yeah, yeah let's like, let's go on it, man. How yeah, funny yeah, is that yeah. game? You've just got like it. fucking your students, just like dating them all. <laughs> I want to go back to it. I never finished it. I got hooked on that game. Yeah, that was a good game. I got hooked on the brothers and, looked, and the sisters. Got hooked on the brothers. <laughs> I was getting hooked on everyone. I think I was dating a guy and a girl at the same time. Actually, I want to see how many hours I put in that. Oh, you probably can't because it's on the OLED. I won't tell you. It's so stupid, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas the PS5s told me all of my like PS4 playtime. PS3, I, it tells you. Yeah, even. it tells yeah. my PS3 playtime. Anything linked to that? This is a liar. PSN. Oh, that sucks, man. You'll never know. That, that is like a dog shit uh, piece of information. I don't want to lose the fact that I've put 90 hours into Hollow Knight. Maybe I won't upgrade. No, like it tells me I've played Animal Crossing for 210 hours and I've not touched it on this. Interesting. So maybe I have to open the game. Yeah, right. Okay, sure. Yeah, I, I, I pumped a lot of time into... Yeah, look, I, we'll talk more about um, Pokemon next week. I, I'm, I'm having a good time. I definitely think there are a lot of criticisms. I think this is like a good game that could have been oh, It's like great... an abusive relationship. It's I, like, I, I, but I hope it's, it's like a step a in, a, in the right direction. It's like microcosm of Nintendo. You know what I mean? It's like, like these guys are known to like just ignore suggestions. Like Game Freak makes so much money off like merchandise, cafe, aforementioned yeah. cafes. Yes. Like all of this shit that like... Th- you know, a um, cards, a, 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 yeah, a tentpole release game for them, which is normally like okay, let's look at Guerrilla Studios who made. I'm pretty sure Pokemon Horizon is like the Zero biggest Dawn. franchise in the world. Yeah, like, but it's yeah. also like just for them, it's almost an afterthought, I believe. You know what I mean? The games. Well, like... there's Game Freak, the Pokemon Company, and Nintendo. It's like a three. Oh right. Remember, there's like th- yeah, of course, three yeah, yeah. shit, and they're all Japanese, so it's just like oh, you know, the decisions like, take so long to be made. Yeah, they're like and... bowing for ten minutes before they even start going like. <laughs> Oh, should we release two versions? Look, I'm surprised they didn't release two versions of this. Because that's how they make so much money. They're like, the yeah, fucking it's, it's idiots first, are going like, to buy two versions. Yeah. I guess it's not like a, considered a proper mainline game. But you know the next mainline game is going to adopt. You hope... That well, yeah, adopt. I hope this is a step in the right direction that, and, they, and they stick to a bunch of Well, if shit. it is, then you know, it's probably not. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm having fun. It is nice to play. You know, the main reason why I got it is because I was like... I, I do like playing a triple A and big air quotes there because this is not like, I think, you know, Metroid Dread to me is a triple A game. Yeah. This is like a double A game. game. Like, but I'm yeah, just like... Mean? It feels like an anime tie-in. Yeah, like, I'm just yeah. like... I do In a pleasant like, way. I like those games. I'm just so. like, I just want to play a game on Nintendo, like a new Nintendo game. Like yeah, how sure. rare is that? Yeah, yeah. Um, when When's Kirby out? I'm, 
cautiously much. optimistic about. Oh, man, I'm so pumped for that. Obviously, yeah, but you've you know, also like, is my is my Kirby year. I got the uh, the, the the good ending in Kirby's Dreamland too. Oh, heaven forbid that you Fuck, forgot dude. that. I cannot. What about the sleepless I, I had to do it with sli- with save states. I, I cannot imagine doing that with just a regular Game Boy. I could imagine and doing that ever. It's good. It's a really no, good, no, it's, it's a good, good game. but it's yeah. just like I'm loving your year of the Kirby. Yeah, so I'm. But I'm, I am cautiously optimistic of that game because I did buy the voucher where I get two games because oh, yeah. it's like just cheaper in the long run. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Those that is great. that is that is the best thing about you save like. I don't think they. I don't think you can, do, you can do it in America anymore. It's only like really? Europe and Australia that still do those. Oh, things. it's the only reason why I like one of the only. It's the only feature I use from Nintendo <laughs> Switch Online. Yeah, legitimately. Yeah, right. Well, I'm playing Kirby. Um, uh, superstar on uh, Nintendo Switch Online now. What's that on? SNES? On SNES, yeah. yeah. So now I'm, I'm up to the SNES era of Kirby. So I've got that. I've got the golf one. How's Kirby's that game? Dream Dope. Course. Man, fucking yeah, I incredible. There's so much going on in it. It's because it's not just one game. It's like, oh, it's, it's when they were introduced yeah, yeah, like the yeah. concept of all these different into, modes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I remember that now. And then Kirby's Dream Land 3 is, um, on, is on a. I'm cautiously optimistic two. for the new one. Me too. Who's making it? Um, like like how? No, I mean, like, who's the person who's making the game like i think it's the same guy who's done like the like from kirby's dreamland 3 onwards oh okay um so he he has a lot of a lot of a lot of or he has a lot of misses as well as hits um so it's what's it called again kirby in the forgotten land um yeah i mean like what's it called in japan he has more hits like than the misses. pussy posse or something that has like cool <laughs> yeah, names yeah, yeah, yeah. the squeak pad or whatever <laughs> kirby and the squeak kirby and the pussy posse rules that's great <laughs> Um, it's directed by, we don't know. Damn. They haven't, they haven't announced, um, development. Shinya Kumazaki, who did, he did Star Allies. He's involved with it. I didn't like Star Star Allies, but before that he did all the Box Boy games. I like those. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah. Box Boy and Box Girls. Good. Um, he, the, he, the first thing he directed was Kirby Superstar Ultra, which is the DS remake of Kirby Superstar, which is incredible. Right. Um, and uh, well, look, I don't want to. I don't do another Kirby app. So he's the voice of King Dedede sometimes. You know, um, Sakurai is the voice of King Dedede in no, Super Smash Brothers. I didn't know that. That's, that's nice. He, that's why he always puts him in stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's a great character in Smash. I always use him because he's like OP. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Oh, Ganon's OP, right? It depends. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I still actually don't know how to play Smash Brothers. I think this guy is the general director. He's done a lot sure. of good shit, but um. Did, did you ever learn how to play Smash Brothers properly? Besides like button mashing. Well, I've finished that story mode. Yeah. I, I got pretty good at it, but in a tournament, I'll get fucked up. Pretty yeah, I don't quick. really understand. I never played it online either. Yeah, That's I don't. Key to I've good. tried to play it, and it's just like you have uh, you know, the people I introduce it to when I play are like not gamers so it's like you win against them yeah and then you just kind of like i really don't know what to yeah, do yeah well, i'm about to start playing it with my kids and so i'm, I'm gonna be really good at smash brothers if you you're getting like saying. a false um you're getting like a false expectation no, i have to like your level be of shit when i play though i have to be like oh you beat me you yeah well done i don't know man be honest <laughs> they'll hate it though if I, well that's honest. what life's about <laughs> hating, bo- like hating. bosses at work are honest you know what i mean <laughs> like you gotta set them up for failure Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah. Um, so book a Boba Fett, Angus. Yeah. I was about to say, last Jedi them, and you, you went right there. Failure is the best teacher, as a, you know, a little green guy once said. So episode, sorry, chapter six. Can't chapter say six of Star Wars TV season episodes. one of Book of Boba Fett, which may as well be called season three of the Star Wars Disney Plus streaming shows. I mean, I've kind of always viewed, like, once I knew that the Book of Boba Fett was going to tie into Mandalorian. Well, it was anyway. introduced in the Mandalorian, like, yeah, exactly. remember? Yeah, like, yeah. I remember even thinking when that came out, the fact they used the word the Book of Boba Fett, I was like, oh, okay, is Mandalorian season three getting a subtitle? And it's going to be called the Book of Boba Fett. And it wasn't for a few months that it was revealed to be its own show. There was, like, in the Star Wars community online, yeah. there was, like, you know, amidst the... um. Uh, the, the 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 claims of Mary Sue, the claims of like uh, all that good stuff. no black stormtroopers, uh, raise overpowered. There was also a small sect of people who actually discussed Star Wars, uh, and were like, maybe that's Mando season three. And for a while, I thought maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe they'll do like a Bo-Katan season of the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the term Mandalorian we know me represents like a lot of characters now. Like to be man, like arguably Grogu's Mandalorian. You know. Yeah, and you could um, say I was like, maybe Boba is too, right? Like, pardon? You could argue that Boba Fett is too. Oh, right? he is Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, right. he, so, his yeah. dad is. Yeah, Django yeah. Fett's a Mandalorian. He was he was a foundling. He says in uh, that episode, Django was a foundling. Sorry. I think at one point we talked about like, oh, maybe season three of Mandalorian would just follow Boba, and it could. Yeah. I mean, this is now after this week. After last week, I was like, okay, maybe not. But now after this week, I'm like, okay, so this is just literally the Star Wars show, and it could. I don't know what to expect now. It's just season three of Mandalorian. That is called yeah. Boba Fett. And, yeah. And, it, and, and that it, makes sense because yeah. it's kind of like a concurrent series to the Mandalorian. You know what I mean? Like I reckon maybe even Mando season three. I was predicting last week, oh, our first episode will be him going to Grogu. We're not going to see him. and But then I'm even thinking it's going to be him like looking for... It could even be set before Book of Boba Fett. And it's him looking him for the rest. Him getting in a back to tank and having flashbacks. <laughs> him, him getting in a back to tank. We're going to find out it's actually, there's no book of Boba Fett. It's Din having a fake flashback. <laughs> um, and he wakes up and he's got an annoying Mandalorian wife and he's been married for 30 years. <laughs> no, uh, I reckon we could even see him hearing about like the Coven that's out there and him trying to search. Yeah, Maybe one episode could be set before it. Then we'll see him go to, ta- I don't know. Who knows? I kind of would like him to settle down because uh, it is kind of great. All these familiar well, What do you think is going to happen players? now? Because he is a bounty hunter, but like, do you think he's, you know, he hasn't, he, we've seen him do that job. He didn't, he just accepted cash. I'm pretty sure he accepted cash when he took the guy's head off the butchering. 
No, he 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 he, he, didn't he just do took that the for, advice. He didn't didn't do that he? for cash. He did it for yeah. For that's right for information. Yeah. And he's doing this job for free uh, for Boba. Yeah, he's, he's like, not going to be a bounty hunter. What anymore. do you think he's going to be now? Yeah, I don't know. Like just a dad. Maybe I mean maybe maybe he's just going to get a man cave and say I, I miss my kids. I <laughs> <laughs> think that's he's going to get into like he's going to become a, a soccer coach. He's going to get like yeah. neon signs for his man cave and like Funkos yep. and stuff. He's going to become a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch streamer Yeah, yeah Twitch yeah. streamer I just want my kids back um, But yeah, this episode Completely did what I didn't think it would And I didn't care Yeah, we, we said last week Like, you know Oh, there's no way We're going to see Mando land On the planet that Grogu's at Yeah, we're like the There was episode. no Boba Fett Last episode There's no way they can do that No, this is I'm not mad at it either Like, and I'm not just saying that Because I'm in the like Basking in the afterglow I thought We knew this episode Was going to be directed By Dave Filoni I predicted Cad Bane, like, in my head. I was like, that means he's probably going to introduce a character of his. It'll probably be Cad Bane. Like, I was going through my brain, like, who haven't we seen and who makes sense in the context of this series? Spoilers for this episode, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, And I was like, that makes sense. They're talking about muscle. They're talking about bounty hunters. Him and Boba have, like, a big history in the Clone Wars. So, I was like, okay. I Wait, wait. Is is Boba sick in the Clone Wars? Like, is he... So, he's, like, 13, 14. Because it's set, like... Oh, shit. Yeah, right. But he's, like, hates Jedi. Like, so he looks like the young clones. So, in one episode, he, like, shaves his head and, like, hides aboard a ship where Mace Windu's training, like, hundreds of him and, like, tries to kill Mace Windu. Right. And so, Clone Wars is set over, like four or five years or maybe four years and you see him grow up in it but you see him like hang out with Cad Bane you see him with like an earlier form of his armor so, so Mando season three did not make me so season two did like even though there were so many references to it at no point was it like it was I need to watch Dark Saber and yeah this oh, episode so I'm like fuck because I know I know who these characters are from like Lego sets and shit yeah and just like figures, the Star Wars like Machine, like, you yeah, just, totally. you know, Star Wars well, like Cad Bane. Like, I, I recognize him instantly, like, as soon as and that says a lot about a character you've never seen before on screen, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like the silhouette. Like, the, I remember, I think it was George Lucas once said that, or some maybe it was even JJ Abrams, or maybe one of the designers. They were just like, the best thing with Star Wars was designing characters that you can just tell from their silhouettes, yeah, and like, think of him. all the like yeah. Vader, Kylo, Stormtroopers, Chewie, R2, like, everyone has this, like. These silhouettes. Besides the hat, do they lean, lean into the Western kind of theme in the in the cartoon? Totally for Cad Bane as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's right. basically was, was so mayor, sick he's basically like this, yeah. Sergio Leone character. Like, Man, where Boba Fett is more like you know he's less that like he's straight out of a Western. He's like as Western as Star Wars gets. Yep. Um, so we got in this episode. It opens with uh, the return to. Um, the part of um, Mos Pelgo. That's right. Where, where Vanth is the is Cobb the sheriff. Vanth. Yeah, or the marshal of marshal. Uh, sorry, and you know he was the, uh, the he was the conduit for um, Boba Fett coming back for Mando. Yeah, returning to Tatooine after he let. Like it is insane now how you can see how much of this has been laid down. Like you know, uh, he, you know he hasn't been back since uh, Fennec was. Presumably dead, you know, when the other bounty hunter. So tried is Cobb, Cobb Vanth is he? Was he in season one or season two? Season two, first season episode. Because okay, right, yeah. remember, in season two, Mando goes to that fight, and he's told there's uh, there've been like rumors of another Mandalorian um, yep. hiding on Tatooine. And he's so we, the audience, out. are like, uh, yeah. oh, Boba Fett, and yes. then we found out no, it's Cobb Vanth who's wearing the armor that he got from Jawas. Yeah. And then we saw in that you know classic last shot, Boba Fett in his Tuscan robes. Yeah. 
watching Mando on his speeder bike with his armor. How does season one end? It's like season one ends with uh, Moff Gideon cutting his way. So it ends with um like a fight on uh, Navarro, that planet that we like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's hanging at in the first season. It ends with um, Din finally using his like jetpack, like grabbing onto his Tie Fighter, um, Gideon's, and then like destroying it, and then. Uh, Gideon cuts himself out with the Darksaber and that's how it ended. Right. And we were like, damn, Darksaber IRL. And I was like, that's insane. They're tying it into that. It feels so quaint. Yeah. And then immediately episode two, season, episode one, season two, we've got Boba Fett. Yep. Uh, You know, we had Bo-Katan, we had Ahsoka and we had Luke Skywalker and then, you know, there were criticisms like, oh, it's getting too much of like, here's everything from Star Wars. But I'm like, I don't give a shit. But I, so I felt like that when it was Luke, I was like, oh God, anyone but Luke. But now... I mean, obviously they had oh, they, they planned to do more, but I, I was like, I guess I never thought they were going to do more. That's I what like, I mean because, like, you know, the, the the technology was not great a year ago. Like, or it was good. It was like, but not great, and it was like fleeting. So it works in like, I mean, if you pause exactly, it, so you're like, they're never going to commit to more than that. You know, a long you distance just action shot. You can't do it. You know, and and it felt like them just throwing the you know OG fanboys who may be disappointed by the sequels a little bit of a bone. Yeah, well, just telling a cool story. I mean, it's a kind of cool like, sequence too. You see, like, you know, you we're told too that like Jedi are so rare and so many people live their lives without ever seeing one, especially mm. now post um, order 66. Yeah. And it's kind of this great sequence where we've never really seen Luke in his prime ever. We, we hear it. Well, you know, I, I believe we see Luke in his prime in the last Jedi when he confronts Kylo. Like that is like grandmaster. Well, we see him like, I like you're stoked to see him and he seems so at peace with himself in this episode. But yeah. then when he makes Grogu make that choice at the end, you're like, you're a dick. Don't make him do this. And remember, well, yeah, the Jedi way that. But I mean, we like, see him, you know, it was great seeing him in his prime yeah. taking down all those dark troopers in and it, season and two and, that, and that's like the yin to the, you know, the Darth Vader yang of uh, the end of Rogue, Rogue One. One. And yeah. it's just like this amazing yeah. scene where he's like crushing them with the force. He's slicing them yeah uh and then he's like i'm here to train grogu and there were a lot of like people either loved it or were like oh i didn't like that but it's like these guys are canon whores and it is there is no jedi you know mm-hmm. that we know of and it like it kind of has to be luke we know that he's establishing a school he's the most powerful jedi at that time or we'd already force seen user. yeah like he reached out to jedi using that stone it kind of had to be him well, now you know their long plan, and like I'm it's like, insane. oh, like I was I not expecting. Not believe, this. Yeah. And, and the fact that like nothing leaked. That this so what we're talking about is a this episode is ninety percent a training montage with Luke Skywalker and Grogu, and the it's like, like mirror of Yoda teaching him. More like, than I was like scared to see Luke again, just because of the kind of weirdness of the last one. It was done pretty well, but it wasn't done great. This was like uncanny. Well, they've hired a like, guy. Not uncanny valley, like just like crazy how good it was. Yeah, like, they hired a guy who was like very viral on YouTube for saying uh, the N-word while playing Call of Duty. PewDiePie? No, no. It was like, <laughs> a guy who was like, I can do a better Luke Skywalker using like off the shelf stuff. <laughs> that took me by surprise. I, it was a guy that was like, I'm gonna, I can do a better Luke with off the shelf software. And he kind of deep faked it. And it wasn't as good, but he did it like with off the shelf software and yeah. made like a very convincing. Um, there is, is it called Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian? Is that the bonus? This is like a you Disney Plus episode. But you know that like behind the scenes series? Yeah, yeah. So they released last year because the Luke stuff was so secret. They only like maybe four or five months ago released like an hour episode about how they did Luke. Cool. And it was like on set in all the concept art, it was Plo Koon, which is um, Dave Filoni's like favorite Jedi. And it's like, they didn't tell anyone involved. They were like, but then it was like a closed set and they had Mark on set. 
in the costume, but they also had a body double and they'd both perform in the same mark. Well, like yeah. in the same markers. And then they would use CG to like fix the face. And they actually, what they did, this is the craziest part. Um, they took like hours and hours of Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, which luckily this is kind of like get back the Beatles thing. Uh, there's a Star Wars radio play. Beatles or Star Wars with you. That's all it is. Or Evangelion. Yeah. But uh, they found like hours of footage from like Star Wars radio plays, which are like considered canon, I think, at the time. It was like they had most of the actors reprising their roles. I don't think Harrison Ford did it, obviously, but it was like audio drama version of Star Wars. And they like scanned in every word that Hamill said. And now they type his lines and he says it. Right. So it's not actually him saying it. They'll get him to say it. And then I think like try to match the, te- the tone. Oh, sure. Okay. And it's this software that has just literally pulled in every word he's ever said which is like most words in the like a lot of words you can mm. make it's insane but this one it looks like they're using deep fake for most of it and it's insane like yeah, it I, doesn't look his voice sounds just like it does in in the in the you know the first movies but it kind of sounds a little bit off-putting but i think that's just because that's the way just the way mark i wonder hamill if you showed someone too who doesn't know mark hamill is like 60 or 70 and i, I would love to well, do that so it, one of our listeners tim who i jog with uh, oh, every yeah. every sunday uh his dad has gotten really into mandalorian and welcome to the he, he watched the, the good fight he watched the end of season two and was like um when was that filmed and they were like you know last year tim was like last year he was like no 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 because no, because mark hamill's in it and and he's really young in it and they're yeah. like yeah dad they do it with computers he's like oh that's that's incredible. Yeah, I remember seeing Road <laughs> One with my uncle, and he's like, "I could have sworn that um, Peter Cushing's dead." They're like, "That's insane." How did? Yeah, and like, is that old footage? Is I bet if we look, go back and look at that, it's gonna look like fucking Shrek. Yeah, you know, like, it's insane. And that's what I kept thinking. I was like, "This has only been." It's gonna look like dinosaur. It's, it's gonna look, look like, like baby to dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, it, it it is insane to think within five years that's what has been accomplished, and like, what's gonna happen the next five years? Like, mm. but yeah, this this episode. I mean, I wonder how it will age uh, for me. But right now, I'm just like, that was insane and like perfect. Also, like, what a... I, I mean, I, I, I'm like, again, I always say this, I'm not the big Star Wars yeah. head. But like, I spent most of that episode in disbelief that they were able to put it all together. I can't yeah. imagine like, how that would have felt for you. When you see like the Naboo Starfighter land on this planet, we don't know what it is yet. And you see like R2's radar and you're like, okay, cool. And then you see... There's like ant droids like building the temple that we've seen destroyed in like many a flashback and vision. In Last Jedi, yeah. Uh, in like Force Awakens and Last Jedi, and we know like the Knights of Ren destroyed or something. To then seeing Luke and Grogu, to then seeing Ahsoka, and then seeing and like Mando. Luke like communicate with Ahsoka and talk about Anakin. It yeah. was just like this is shit that like maybe could have only been possible in books and animation before. Like you know or what fanfic. I mean? Fanfic. Or fanfic, but just yeah. like you couldn't actually do that. Like, and I just kept thinking while watching it, I'm so glad this show was being made now and not 15 years ago where like technology was like not good for this style. Like it, it, it felt truly cinematic. And then it cuts back to like the, the 30 seconds of screen time that Boba Fett got. Just standing. In this episode. But there was that no great lines. tweet that was like, this is the truest to Boba Fett's um, original trilogy. Fans of the character will love it um, because he's in the background standing and says nothing, yeah. which is like, you know, exactly what he used to do <laughs> before this series. But yeah, I mean, the Luke and Grogu stuff, just like hearing him talk about how I knew someone that looked like you when he used to speak in riddles. It's mm-hmm. just like, Man, we're having Luke Skywalker who looks and sounds like Luke Skywalker talking to Grogu about Yoda and like 
helping him force walk by like pushing him along. I was just do like, I reckon, do you reckon like Mark Hamill was involved in like consultation? Like what? Are so some if you watch that, that doco, they basically said, we're not doing this unless you you agree to it. And Favreau and Filoni went to his house with the script and yeah. he read it and he, I think he came back downstairs with the black, his black return of the Jedi robe. And he's like, absolutely. I'll do this. It's and so he was lying to the like, press for years being like, Oh yeah. The rise of Skywalker was the last ever star Wars thing. I'm right. doing having already signed on to this oh, wow. and he's on set every day and doing the voice and standing there for the stand in to then mimic. Like he's, he had complete like sign in sign on for it. It's so funny that the, the guy who, who, who aunt, aunt may breaks up with in the latest Spider-Man oh, movie. It's is, insane. Is the, the star Wars like grand orchestrator. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. And like, so many roles you can recast like they recast anakin a bunch you know what i mean yeah but it's so ins- we've reached a point now they even recast han solo i guess he is younger but we're at this era which has been untouched. Ever see him show up in something as what's his name aaron ermick or whatever i reckon we will uh what's his name? alden alden, alden Al- what's a dinosaur from dinosaurs <laughs> Al- baby alador yeah baby alador i think we'll see him in the lando series Okay. We, whatever that is, but I I think we will see. Wait, they're both. making a Lando series. Remember, it was announced that part of that like insane with Donald Glover. Didn't say. Yeah, right. It's made by the. Sh- we just watched uh, Batman more on that in a minute, but uh, it's cool seeing. It's cool seeing Billy D. Billy D. Second, Willie. the first of two of performances is uh, yeah. Harvey Dent. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Luke Yoda. Sorry, Grogu training. Just like. Well, and then also the like confirmation that that like. Grogu was around for Order 66. Yeah. I mean, now I'm like, has has Grogu... I mean, I remember when Ahsoka meets Grogu. It's the first time a Force user's met him that we've seen. And she like, you know, meditates with him. And she's like, his name's Grogu. He is scared. Like, he, I reckon this poor little dude's got PTSD or something. Like, yeah, he's obviously yeah, got yeah. deep trauma because he was like wiped out after Luke kind of... Do you reckon that... He's like, where's home? And we just saw him in like corner of a jedi temple as like the clones came in and just like blasted the fuck out of jedi which was crazy does this kind of c- confirm even more that he's like yoda and what's his name yantle yaddle yaddle <laughs> love child i mean kid. i don't know who knows what he is i don't think that matters does it no but i think yeah. we'll find out who rescued him or like what the grand plan was for him like we basically know it's not obi-wan because obi-wan was away fighting general grievous at this point but mm-hmm. i honestly think Anything could happen. So episode ends with him being forced to make a choice. Yeah. Which is such a brilliant tie-in to two bits of huge Star Wars lore. Uh, both like, you know, great scenes. One is Yoda in Empire Strikes Back saying to Luke, you've got to stay here and finish your training. And Luke's like, I can't. I can sense that my friends are in danger in a city in the clouds. I've got to go to them. And they're like, it's a trap by the Emperor. They want you to go there. Like, don't think with your heart stay here and finish your training. And the ghost of Obi-Wan and Yoda are like, don't go, it's a trap. And he's right. like, no way, I've got to go rescue my friends. And it's like viewed as a reckless decision. So to me, it's like that. It's basically like him going, you can have this armor and think with your heart, the 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 yep. you know the, the, the armor that Mandalorian's made for you. Or you can have this here Jedi weapon that uh, you know, you've got to pick one. But then the other brilliant thing it ties into is that whole monologue Luke gives Rey in episode eight, where he's just like, the hubris of the Jedi is what it's down for. Like they're mm. terrible hubris and they're arrogant and they followed this dogma and it was so flawed. And we kind of are now, what's funny is, you know, those fanboys who are like, yeah, we're seeing Luke in his prime. It's like, yeah, you're seeing Luke in his prime making these like dickhead decisions mm-hmm. because he's so arrogant and proud. And like, I just think like, 
I don't know, maybe this will make people, not that it's all about people like course correcting their opinion of The Last Jedi, but it's like that version of Luke is so realistic. How could you guys not see that? Like this is him in his prime thinking like, oh, I've got to do what the Jedi used to do and have no attachment. It's so good too. Pardon? Him, like his final act in Last Jedi. Oh, it's the best. It's, it's so the most good. Jedi thing we've ever seen, fighting someone without violence. Yeah, yeah. Like it's insane. It's just like the ultimate Jedi mind trick. It's such a, man, that, that movie fucking rules. But this, I love seeing him like basically be a dickhead, but thinking he's doing the right thing. Mm. Because this is ultimately why the Jedi kept failing. They kept like, you know, sucking their own Kool-Aid. Straight from the teat. Straight from the teat. But man, what 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 a what an hour of television or whatever it was. Not to mention like Cad Vanth gets, oh. takes a shot to the shoulder. He's uh, Cad he's, Bane walks into town. And I got to say like that was... Name, he's not sorry, he's not Cad Vanth. So what's Cobb Vanth. Cobb Vanth. But he, These names Cad Bane stupid. is like seeing that, that is just like... One of the most menacing. Why can't they have easy to remember names like Peckle or Bad Bats or Star Wars? (laughs) (laughs) Timothy Oliphant's character is now known as Star Wars. Yeah. But yeah, Cad Bane was like terrifying. I found like Star Wars isn't ever terrifying. It's like goofy or whatever, but just like just the teeth, the eyes, the voice, the like stillness. Like there's no charm. You know what I mean? It was just like pure. I love that he like fired like six shots into. Um, he blasted the fuck out of Vance, the deputy. Dumbass deputy. He's just like this guy's not getting up. Yeah, yeah this actor sucks. But <laughs> just like I, I, man, I just even seeing Cobb react, going, "Is that an Abu Starfighter?" I was yeah, like, yeah. "He's just like us. Like <laughs> he's one of us. Like the coolest ship." I'm a tall, skinny old cowboy too, dude. Seeing seeing goddamn R2. I mean, that shit gets me every time. Yeah, R2D2 is the. S tier, mm. S rank Star Wars character. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ahsoka just kind of, I love still not being a Jedi and being like, he's going to make a choice. I mean, what I think, what do you think is going to happen with the choice that Luke's presented? I think, Grogu? I think you, you, I mean, from a story point of view, you want Grogu to fuck away from that Jedi Academy because otherwise you have to explain how he survived somehow. Well, also she there's said, there's no way they're going to kill baby Yoda. No, and Luke like, also said that if you pick the lightsaber, you'll be my first student. And, I mean, we don't know if this is true, but as far as we know, that like Ben was possibly his first student. Right, sure. See, I, I think. I mean, for, are we going to see? I think for sure. Harrison Ford dropping Ben off to the temple. I mean, anything after yeah, this episode, I know, right? Yeah. I'm like, I actually don't know what to expect now. I would be like, they're never going to show those main characters, and it'll always be this great shame that, like, not shame, but this, like, well, they were dead or they were too old when they shot it. But it's like, now after seeing this, if the actors sign on, I'm like, I probably think we might see like you know cameos from these characters we never went to tatooine in the sequels did we just at the end um where luke buries sorry ray buries the twin sabers at the um lars homestead oh, okay but yeah, it's sure. like decrepit no one lives at the house anymore it's like ever since luke abandoned it right but it's not like it's not, it, doesn't, no, it doesn't indicate the entire no planet's it's like, like that, two it? seconds of the yeah, movie okay, sure yeah i blocked almost all of that movie out of my head grogu also blocked his trauma yeah yeah but yeah so i think for sure grogu was gonna be like fuck the lightsaber i want chain man well like i, I thought the friend. line in this that really stuck with I me was my dad um totally yeah man it was so brutal seeing like mando watch from afar and seeing like luke and grogu get all chummy up on the hill and i was like man Luke's not your dad. Go to your actual cool yeah, dad, the metal man. Man, it speaks so much on like just Pedro Pascal's like oh, skill voice. as a voice actor. Just in, like for a guy whose face is so fucking blank in that. Like there was that great line where Cobb Vanth is like, yeah. that's what I love about you, Mando. That yeah, great big smile. smile. You get yeah. away with saying anything. But it's just like his delivery. You know if he's hurt. You know if he's exactly. joking. Yeah, yeah. You know if he's scared. You know if he's being like terse. Like such a brilliant performance. But... uh line that stuck out for me was when Ahsoka's like Din's like well why are you letting him get trained you said that like 
Jedi shouldn't be trained. Like you didn't want to train him. Yeah. You, like as I know you haven't seen Clone Wars or Rebels, but you, she she basically renounces her way. She's like kind of a Force user, but is choosing not to be a Jedi, which is such a cool thing. And like I I hope it's something that's explored more and more in Star Wars lore as it goes on. Um, you know, maybe Ray's like that at the end of the rise of Skywalker. We don't know. Mm. Just someone who is connected, but is like I don't want to be called this or that. Though she does say I am the Jedi, so <laughs> I am Star Wars. <laughs> but uh, when she's like, I let him do it because it's his choice and people should make their own choice. So I'm thinking that's going to be the big thing that Grogu does. And maybe he chooses to do both. Like, you know, maybe maybe he's like, fuck it, I'm going to be, be a Mandalorian, but I'm taking this, I'm going to be a Force user too. Like, why do I have to do one or the other? Why are both? There's, but there's no but way. But they're both like, so orthodox. There's no way Luke will let him. Take we don't both. know. Yeah, yeah. But they're both so orthodox. There's like, the Mando was part of this like insane orthodox section of do the Mandalorian. Do we ever see? Do we see Yoda's lightsaber in the? In the we sequels? see him lose it uh, as he's fighting Palpatine in Revenge of the Sith, and then it falls down, and he never picks it up when he escapes the Senate. So that's the prequel shit. Yeah, but yeah, but so no, we've never seen it. So Luke, uh, uh, yeah, we've Luke, never seen it. Luke's got it, somehow. and it's like very small. So yeah, like an adult using it would look silly. I yeah, think. yeah, totally. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't know, maybe like a. Tor Vizsla, the original Mandalorian who was the Force user who built the Darksaber. He was a Force user who had a light, you know, was also mm. Mandalorian. Again, this title means so many things. Maybe Grogu will be the first one again who's like, I'm going to be both. And, but yeah, but I, I'm also not going to be a Jedi and I'm not going to be a Mandalorian. I'm going to be me. And like, you know, the Jedi are so orthodox and have so many fucked rules about attachment. The Mandalorian sect that uh, Din in has an equal amount of fucked like rules and like orthodox do you think it's going to be like these guys are going to, you know, when I say these guys, I mean, Grogu and Din, they're going to like renounce these things and just be like, love conquers all. Like that to me is a big Star Wars move to yeah. be like, fuck it. I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't want to be I mean, told by these. How, but how is Grogu going to communicate that? He's all he says is bleh. I mean, he could talk yeah. soon. I mean, who knows how long this series will go for? He is 50 something. Oh yeah. I mean, that's maybe this is an eventual plot point for sure. Yeah. I think I mean, that's good. I don't mean like next episode. I mean, maybe we'll see Grogu take the armor. And maybe like Ahsoka gives him the lightsaber on the sly. Maybe okay. he takes it with the force and puts it away. Like maybe he takes it without Luke knowing and we see the empty box and Luke's like, I could have sworn. But then Luke's kind of maybe happy with it. So I can, you know what I, I, mean? I reckon the next episode is the last we see of Luke Skywalker in, in the Mandalorian series. Maybe. I know. I mean, I, obviously we've been wrong on this. Yeah, I mean, times. I don't know anymore. Uh, from in, in my head canon of, what, of what, what I think would happen, I think, yeah, Grogu cho- chooses that just from like a getting getting him away from what we know happens to the Jedi at that academy. Um, you, you, I think him and him and Mando are getting back in. Obviously, he's already, you know, Mando's got the spot for him in the, in the ship already. We know that... The bubble's there. It's, it's just this, missing this, a little green head. This series is going to end with, with Grogu getting in there, right? Yeah. Like in there with his little chainmail on. Or, yeah, who knows? Do you reckon Luke, Ahsoka and Grogu show up to help Boba in this final nah, big battle with I, the I don't think they will help. I don't think... I, th- I think that's like... Too far away. Too I can see Ahsoka potentially. Maybe, Maybe she shows up with Grogu because I can see her being well, she obviously the cast a pretty big name yeah. actor in, as that. That's role. a good call. Like, I do see maybe Ahsoka helping. I, I like a for, and maybe showing up with Grogu and being like he chose to be here with you. The other big crazy thing is that like you know I feel like we've floated a few times like oh you know do you think this is all going to build to like a big cinematic actually like releasing a, a movie? No, I don't think it will. How does it get more cinematic than what we just saw? Like, yeah. in terms of like all these enormous things coming together. Yeah, that Star Wars fans have been desperate for forever. Like I, yeah, it's this isn't even television is it it's just like 
It's just Disney flexing their, it's content. their muscle. It's just yeah, like yeah. Star Wars. But it's also like... It's, not, quite, it's surprisingly good. It, it's the opposite good, like, of like... Like, I guess like a DCU or something. where Or like pre-cinematic universes where things were made. Just, like, this is being made by like two people who care about Star Wars more than anyone. Like John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Like, you know what I mean? There is mm. a love for the product that I don't even think George Lucas had, especially by the prequels. Like, there is an absolute adoration for, like, what Star Wars means, what these characters mean. Like, Dave Filoni loves Star Wars so much. And, yeah. like, you can tell every second of that episode felt like some of the most Star Wars is stuff the, ever. Is there any of this level of love in the, the Lion King movies? I know you like them, but... Like, oh, no, I didn't mind the Lion King movie from, like, a technical standpoint. There's only one, isn't there? One, I think yeah, like, yeah. Jungle Book. He's made two Jungle Books? No, no, I don't think he has either. I think there's only one of each. Okay. But... No, because I mean, like, Star Wars is Star Wars. I guess there's been so many interpretations of the Jungle Book, and I don't know. The Lion King doesn't feel no. It's not at all like that. I know he sucks because it's script as, as a to script. Person, you know what I mean? But it's imagine like, if if uh, Favreau starts leaning into his own cinematic history and he brings Vince Vaughn into Star Wars. Oh, dude, I wouldn't. I, like, I wouldn't be bummed at that at all. No, no. I, I, yeah. Imagine him as like a like a bounty hunter in a bar. So good. It'd be so good. Yeah. Him just like trying to push Din around and then like Grogu like force smashing him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I see him as that. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I am thinking this series is all about like Din's going to like realize being a true Mandalorian isn't about like keeping your helmet on and saying this is the way. You know what I mean? Like I think they're going to be like we're bigger than these like creeds we've been told we're a part of. Yeah, for sure. And while we thought we needed, and I thought you need to be with your people, it's about like who we should we choose to be with, and that's one another. Yep. So, all right. One thing I know that is certain is that next Wednesday I'm coming here at six o'clock. Yeah, we're watching, and we're the watching, fuck watching out of that, that that finale with you and recording because away. as like if I get much energy just from being in your presence, well, as you watch it the third time, like yeah, I'm still I, getting goosebumps. Yeah, it's I just still can't believe, and like I have good vision I'm when so I wear happy glasses. For you. It's so fun. I'm like yeah. Oh, dude, it's <laughs> like. My cousin's the same. We were texting. He's like a huge Star Wars head. And he's just like, fuck, how good is like the last six years? Like for the most part, being a Star Wars fan. Like, yeah, obviously, like I am a fan of the stories that I've seen. But most of mm. it, like, you know, like the the true fan in the, is like osmosis through yourself. Like I think like one of the coolest things that... Dude, I never thought we'd see Star Wars again. I thought when Revenge yeah. of the Sith came out, I was like, cool, that's it. It's a six part series and that's it now. And then when Rise of the Skywalker, whatever the fuck it was called, The Rise of Skywalker, so, I was so, so depressed. I was like, well, I think that's the end of Star Wars again. Like, but then, then I, I like, you know, the people said the same thing when episode one came out. Like, yeah, yeah. And this is the thing when I've said it so many times, like there is going to be so much Star Wars that like, you know, one per like- Dude, there's like 10 Star Wars games coming out in the next three years. Totally. Yeah. By s- different developers too. Yeah. But like, you know, kids will watch this episode. My cousin who's younger than me and was like, can you believe Cad Bane was in it? Like that's his big thing. Because like Luke's fine, but like Cad Bane's a huge character yeah, for I love, the Clone Wars. Yeah, I love And that, I just like, love that you could watch this and be like, oh my god, Ahsoka's in it. Like yeah. you, there are so many moments. Or you could be new to Star Wars and only watch Mando and be like, oh my god, Grogu's in this. Like or, or just, you could just be a Disneyland uh you know head and be like, Oh, the the, the robot from Star Tours. Yeah, wow, was Rex is there. Season. Yeah. <laughs> Voiced Rex, yeah. by uh, Paul Rubens. Was he actually voiced by Paul Rubens? So he was in Star Tours and he's been re-recorded for uh, Galaxy's Edge where he's now a uh, DJ. DJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, well, was he in this? No, it's no. just like a model of droid. Yeah, same unit. Same as the BD. Same as BD. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is like, you know, mass produced. But one big, my biggest concern isn't about what choice Grogu is going to make or if we're going to see like Harrison Ford and, um, 
you know, Maz Kanata or something. <laughs> There's been rumors that maybe we'll see Takadona with Maz Kanata. Who's Takadona? That's the planet where oh, her yeah. castle is. I mean, that kind of makes sense and lines yeah, up. Yeah, I would love to get a bit more explanation totally. of Maz Kanata. Plus, it seems like a great place Give for me someone more like. Frick. It seems like a great place for like um, Mando to go to get work or to like meet somebody. You know what I mean? Fuck, you know what would be even better than than, uh, than Han dropping Ben off? Right. Chewie dropping Ben off. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's way or easier for them to do Han too. Han and Chewie and then like Chewie and Ben like having one of those like probably moment that you had at school today with Tilly like <laughs> crying and not yeah. letting go. Like Chewie missing him the most and then that, that'll make The Force Awakens even sadder when um, Kylo shoots him. Yep. Uh, but man, one thing I don't, you know, amidst all these huge things like Will Boba Fett and yes, he will beat the Pike Syndicate and is Cobb Vanth alive? Or and like, are the Tuscan Raiders going to return? Are the Tuscans like, going to yeah. be there? They do need muscle. They look pretty. Under, um, is Grogu going to be a Jedi or become a Mandalorian? Is you know, him and Din see each other again? What I want to know is, did Max Rebo work a shift at the Sanctuary Fuck. that night? Because we because that she got nine eleven by the Pikes. <laughs> Either this, either that fucking Max Rebo is the George Bush of the Star Wars universe and has been behind every terror attack on Tatooine because he gets away. The only two survivors of the attack on Jabba's sail barge, besides the heroes, yep. were Bib. Well, there's more. There's Bib Fortuna, Max Rebo, and Boba Fett. And Boba Fett was presumed dead. Yeah. There you go. It's next next week, where it looks like Max Rebo's got new work. Is he just like? Is this like Biggie, Tupac, East Coast, West Coast shit? Is he eliminating musicians? Yeah. Do you think? Because so he wants to be like the number one yeah, recording yeah. artist. Like <laughs> he's in this band with that R2 drummer and the Biff musician. Yeah. Presumably from the Cantina band. Boom, they're gone. But we there were no shots of Max. Well, I think that the, was the Cantina band guy was in the. Was, was well, in there's the like you know the yeah he's in the band that that that. Do, Max do, do we see him at the end though? Like well, we saw him playing tonight. Shit. We saw the we droid and Max. him, but there was no Max. There's no, I mean, like, you that, can't, that was like when they Dave, killed... I bet you that was Dave Filoni being like, you can't kill well, Because the worst thing Last Jedi does is unceremoniously kill Akbar. That's right. And then they do the same with Nia Numb in um, the, the Rise one. of Skywalker. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But you can't, you can't do that to our boy. Max, Max Rebo. Rebo. Like, how, this guy's escaped, especially because he's escaped one massive explosion on Tatooine before. Yep, yep. I like to think he's like the Joe Rogan, ex- the Max Rebo experience, and he's got like a podcast and he's like into conspiracy theories, <laughs> but... It, or he's like this terrorist and no one ever suspects. Yeah. I mean, what's in that fucking keyboard? It could be explosives. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's why before you came tonight, I bought that amazing Max Rebo plush. Yeah. Just, if he is dead, he, he's going to live on in my uh, in my Mandalorian cave. Speed of fuel doesn't melt sand beams. Yeah, pod race fuel doesn't pod melt. Um, uh, um, pod, fa- pod race film doesn't melt Beskar beams. Oh, very, very good. That's, yeah, that's much better than sand. If, if we had a Star Wars podcast, that's what it would be called. <laughs> We can change it to that if you want. Hey, fam's pretty easy. Um, okay, this episode can either be called um, "I Am Star Wars." Or, it's gonna be both. Or, or well, um, it, no, it'll be "I Am Star Wars," and the description will be um, "Pod race fuel can't melt." Um, oh no, the description should be "I Am Boba Fett." Boba, no, it's it? gonna like, be. Okay. It's gonna be uh, "Pod race fuel can't okay. melt." Okay, all right. Um, Best Best beams. Okay, great. Look, that is the end of this. Yeah, I can't episode. wait for you to come here and watch it. So it's going to be fucking sick. Yeah. Um, I want to let everyone know that it is the beginning of a month. It is the first week of February. Well, it is a month, isn't it? Until the Batman's out. It's like March 4th. So there's that. But the main thing I want to get at is that there is no better time than the start of a month oh, to yeah. sign up to the pay, the HeyFam Patreon, aka PayFam, because every week we do an extra episode of HeyFam. We call it PayFam. Dude, it is that March full- 3rd. It's literally out in four weeks. Wow. 
full length episode, bonus episode we put up on our Patreon. All it costs is $5 a month to get your bonus. It's like more than four hours a month of, of extra content from us. Uh, we've been doing it for years too. So there are hundreds of hours. Our accountants tell us we shouldn't be doing it. Bonus gotta, episodes. You, li- you listen here. <laughs> you get you get access to them immediately. You can hear our long, long takes on so many Star Wars and Mandalorian. And, and if you're a regular subscriber, you'll find that PayFam gets uploaded like a few seconds before HeyFam <laughs> because and, of uh, ACAST shitty and, uh, and you encoding. Know, you think choosing between a lightsaber and some chain mail is difficult? Try choosing... PayFam or HeyFam? Exactly. Which one's which though? <sighs> PayFam mean, protects you, I think. Okay. I think PayFam is that... It's that chain... Hey it's that desk is, the, is the flashy... You know. PayFam's the flashy thing. There's ads on it that we don't have control over. <laughs> we give the fanboys... Work, but PayFam is like hot. Trudy. Tr- like, yeah. 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 Just just a bunch of... I don't know what Trudy Single means. dads <laughs> longing for their... I, mean, no, I think I said tried and true, but I said Trudy. Trudy. Um, Trudy. Uh, yeah, Trudy that. So... If you head over to patreon.com slash heyfam, you will get all the episode episodes of PayFam well, plus access all, to our Discord. Set it to your homepage straight away. Patreon.com slash heyfam. Even if you don't want to sign up, just make it your homepage. Yeah. See every that day- picture of Leo and Jonah Hill high-fiving, <laughs> which I still think is the perfect visual. Like, you know, if, so, if someone was deaf and was like, can you describe heyfam for me with an image? Yeah. It would be that. Well, I think what we should do, I think we're almost at the, two, the 500th episode of heyfam. I think our gift to the world should be finally starting a HeyFam Instagram and just us making weird niche memes. Yeah. Or just imagery. Mood boards. Yeah, mood board. That sounds good. Um, so the spoiler alert for our birthday, I guess. But more on that later. Uh, so PayFam for the next month is going to be us getting in the Batcave uh, in, in anticipation for The Batman coming out on March 3rd, 2022. Dude, that's a month away. That's insane. Which I mean, it's be, also been in the can for two years. Yeah, the cinematic debut of Robert Pattinson as Batman. And in the spirit of that, we are going to be assessing, reassessing the cinematic debuts of every um, live Batman action. Batman that came out when we were alive. Every live action <laughs> Batman. We're, no, oh, well, we're yeah. not doing 66 because I did some All the ones before, the, those weird talkies before that. The black yeah, and white we're Batman. doing Batman. That, because we can't assess that. Also, that wasn't Adam West didn't make a cinematic debut. No, he, he was, was in a TV, TV series. first. That, uh, and, but then again, are we doing Mask of Phantasm or no? Well, also Kevin Conroy didn't do a cinematic debut. No, he did debut. the animated series. He did, he, his debut was on the animated series. But I, I still want to watch it just because of what Robert Pattinson said, where he's like, it takes... Oh, I, I want to watch it anyway. I'm also totally. going to... So... Look, long story short, we we're watched, doing Batman. We watched Batman 1989 for yeah. Michael Keaton's cinematic debut. Uh, next week, we're going to do Forever, Batman Forever for Val Kilmer, then Clooney, Clooney's for Batman and Robin. And if you want it, the real fam experience, many years ago we recorded a um, director's commentary, a to commentary, the ultimate cut. I don't know, we've no way you would find that. I think we have like a, a band camp, a Hey Fam band camp. I'll it's find right, it. I think it's, no, I think it's on the Patreon. Is it? Oh no, you're right. It's on. No, I think it was normal Hey Fam, and then we released it later. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway, th- th- that that exists somewhere. Um, so Clooney. But also, then- like, if you're in like a dark place at the moment, and <laughs> you know you don't want to like be made to feel worse than you are, maybe don't listen to. Oh, that that, that was a real bummer to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then finally, we did Christian Bale's debut in Batman Begins, which I can't wait to watch again because so many parallels or like. Again, watching Batman 89 and then thinking about, like, I know Batman Begins extremely well. Just being like, man, two completely different, like, ways mm. you can do a first movie star. Yeah, well. fully. Yeah, yeah. So, look, if, if you enjoyed us cosplaying as virgins, talking about Star Wars for the last hour, 
Uh, imagine what we can do with four hours on Batman. Yeah, with nipples on our um, arm at this time. Best yeah. car nipples. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, come come and uh, hear us talk about uh, the Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, 1989 Batman over at patreon.com slash heyfam. Uh, of course, you also get access to our Discord if you sign up to our Patreon, which uh, we've got channels for um boba fett mandalorian spoilers so you yeah. can discuss it we've got as batman it happens. watch and i just started a batman channel as well so if you want to watch Pokemon along channel all these movies where we don't post porn no one has ever no one's ever done that a, 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 get your a, head a, out of the gutter <laughs> no one, why would you it seems weird um but yeah come and join us over at patreon.com slash hey fam you can give it a try just for just for this month and download fuck all the content later. and then fuck off if you like it's fine yeah. but five bucks is all it will cost you yeah Five dollars a month. What's that? That's nothing. It's chump change, my friend. That can't even get you a, uh, like a, a nice coffee. Mm-hmm. It can barely even get you a gacha. No, a, it couldn't. I yeah. walked past one today at Broadway, and they were like five dollars, seven dollars to use one. All oh, right. I was like, that's dog shit. <laughs> uh, so come and join us over at Patreon.com/slash HeyFam, uh, and we'll be talking about Batman. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. Well, this this podcast was kind of founded about. Well, this, this is Batman. we're getting back to our roots. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna let everyone know about the history of that in just a moment over at Patreon.com/slash HeyFam. Goodbye, Don't miss out, suckers. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant Glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.